the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods moving in storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show. This is the place where we help people get out of debt, build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thanks for hanging out with us. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Starting off this hour is Patrick in Fresno, California. Hi, Patrick. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Hey, Dave. Thanks for taking my call. Here's my question. So I've got over a quarter of a billion in my retirement account, and over the years I've seen it go up and down. And after hearing the news about uh, what what went down uh, this weekend, you know, with the two banks in the Silicon Valley, um, I'm wondering if I should take money out of my retirement and pay off my credit card debt. That's my, my major debt is my credit card followed by my home. My, my car is paid for. So it's basically those two debts uh, that I'm working with. What do you, you have know, your money? In, what do you have your money invested in? In, um, you know, when I left the County, I had it in their retirement plan, a 401 and four, five, seven in mutual funds. Correct. What's that got to do with the bank? Uh, well, last time that all happened in 2008, uh, I just shut the door on that book because it looks so bad. You know, is it going to fall and I'm going to see this money diminish? Would it be better off to, to use the assets I have now, pay off my debt, and that way the money I earn is mine. I can put it in the bank and invest it. How old are you? I am going to be 60 this year. Mm. I, I want you to pay off your credit card debt, but not for that reason. How much credit card debt do you have? About uh, twenty-seven thousand dollars, and I've got twenty, yeah, twenty-three uh, to pay off my home. Twenty-three thousand pays off your home. Correct, and we're we're on a good uh, uh, pace to do that. You know, I'll have that done. How much money do you years. have, not counting your retirement? Uh, and not a whole lot. You know, we have about five grand in the bank. What's your uh, household income? Uh, about uh, it fluctuates between uh, sixty and seventy. Okay. All right, and your money is currently all in your four hundred one k, and you still work for the county. Uh, no, I don't. Oh, you've no, retired. I moved on. Uh, yeah, about the two and a half years ago, and when you know when it started to hit the fan, I go, you know what? Uh, I just got hit up for a position, and so I'm working part time right now. All right, and what do you? What is your household income today? It's about uh, sixty-six. Okay. Um, I w- I'm with Jade. I would pay off your house, and I would pay off your credit cards if you cut up your credit cards and if you get on a budget, because you've been really, uh, really, you've been really idea. sloppy with money. The two good things you've done: you've done a good job paying down your mortgage, and you've done a good job uh, building up some retirement. Uh, but your monthly management of money is not good. It's chaotic and out of control, and you're going to end up back in credit card debt. It, it, just because you pay them off doesn't fix it if you don't stay under right, control. Right. Okay. Is that right? Right. That, that's the goal is to get it all under control and, and stop that, you know, stop bleeding out. So to yeah, speak, but the credit you know, card debt is the symptom. It's not the problem. Okay, and so we, you know, Yes, we can pay off the credit cards, but they will grow back if you don't get yourself on a system, on a budget monthly. Are you married? Yes. 
and working with your wife, the two of you sitting down and we have a spending plan where every dollar has a name and we don't spend more than we make because we're not in Congress. What's your? Uh, yes, my wife, thank God, uh, has that under control. She does a great job for me. What's your full nest egg <laughs> combined? Because you mentioned the two hundred fifty thousand in your retirement accounts. What what other money do you have in retirement? Does your wife have money in retirement too? Uh, not really. No. Uh, during my career, she raised the kids and stood home, and you know that that was our, our way of. Uh, I just want to make sure now, that uh-huh. you. I just want to make sure that you working full time or working part-time is the right choice right now with what you have in retirement. Right. That's something I'm, I'm looking at changing, you know, picking up more work, maybe not with, with this position that I'm, that I'm currently in, but picking up uh, work elsewhere. Cause if all you have is the two fifty, that's not really a, am I going to or not? It's a, I, I must. It's not enough to retire on. Oh, right, right. I, I got that. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm not so, uh, ready to retire just yet. So, Patrick, here's yeah. what we would tell you. We tell you to do several things, and if you don't do all of them, then any one of them might be wrong. Okay? So, number one, okay, okay. re-engage a full-time career. Number two, build a budget okay. with your spouse that the two of you are both participating in and get your emergency fund built up from 5000 to three to six months of expenses. Then number three, uh-huh. yes, pull 50000 out and be 100% debt-free, which will help that budget and build that savings up because now you don't have any payments, but I don't want it to grow back. And number four, get out the credit cards tonight and cut them all up. Have a plastectomy. (laughs) Okay. I'm not kidding. It's not a joke. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I've threatened to do that before. Okay, no, I'm not threatening. Yeah, I, I, for this, real. Is, this is you need to change your lifetime because if you don't, okay. you're going to end up at 65 with $200,000 and you will have $40,000 in credit card debt because mm-hmm. it'll grow right, back. Right, right. No, no, no. It'll grow back. That's not the path I want to go down. I know. I don't yeah. want you to go down that. So, and then the last thing is this um, do not jump in and out of investments based on what you hear on the news ever. Okay. Uh, the, the stock market is not going to crash. The banking system is not going to crash. This is a completely different kind of bank, a completely different kind of scenario than 2008. And so I am not pulling one dime out of my mutual funds today or, nor did I last week, nor will I next week. Mm -hmm. And I'm 62. I'm older than you. And I don't have much time left, Yeah. but, um, but with the time I have, I'm going to continue to invest. Okay. So you get, you know, here it's serious. Stay in your investments, quit making your moves based on the news. You can't let the, the color of the ticker tape on the news and the music that they use denote your investing strategy. When the ticker is, is red and it says breaking news and the music is dun, 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 you know, and it just gets your heart rate up and you start sweating and you're like, Oh my God, Oh my God, you can't let that. You know, they don't ever do that when it's green. I know, right? They don't have like happy music. No, they don't. Breaking news. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah. Nobody does that. That never happens. It's always breaking news. The market's down and you're going to die of a tornado. If it bleeds, it leads. And it leads people to do dumb stuff and it leads them to do things that are not good for them in the long haul. And so we've just got to, these are the times where you lock in and if you just hold. Oh, by the way, I got to hit one more thing. Hit it. Like 2008. Okay, let me tell you what I did. Let me tell you what I did in Come 2008. On, Dave. Stock market went from 13,000 Dow to 6,500 Dow. You know how much I took out? None. You know what it did after that? It went to 35, 38,000. 
from 6500 You know what a million dollars does when it goes up from 6000 to 30000 It becomes $5 million. Nobody talked about that, Dave. Because I didn't get out. I rode the roller coaster. So I kind of hope it does what 2008 did. Okay. Because I'll be getting in. I know this. It's on sale. This is the Ramsey Show. (laughs) Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Hey, guys, how many of you are thinking about buying a house, but you're cringing when you think about the debt for the rest of your life? A 30-year mortgage is not your only option. You don't have to fall in that trap. You can borrow, and if you're going to do it, we don't recommend any more than a 15-year fixed rate. Uh, It'll get you on track to pay off your house fast, and you pay a ton less interest. Uh, of course, the monthly payment is higher and scares people off, but you know what? Buy a little less house. You don't have to be intimidated. The free mortgage calculator on our website can help. It'll give you an idea of what your monthly payments would look like, could look like, should look like. That way, you'll know how much home you can afford so you can be mortgage-free in 15 years or sooner. RamseySolutions.com. Click free tools, and you can use the mortgage calculator and get confident about buying a home. Click free tools RamseySolutions.com. Minnesota is next, and uh, Devin is with us. Where is Alexandria, Minnesota, Devin? I'm about an hour and a half uh, northwest of St. Paul, Minnesota. Ah, cool. Okay. Hey, did you hear the Vikings paid off their stadium? Uh, Yeah, with the tobacco tax, I'm not surprised. (laughs) Okay, cool. How can we help? Um, I've got a 2015 Dodge Charger, and I owe 15200 on it. It is valued right around 8000 I make $65,000 a year, sole income from my household. With bills and everything, I'm right around 3600 a month. I make about 3800 a month. How do I get out of this car? You make how much a year? I'm salaried at sixty five thousand a year. My in home takes right around thirty eight hundred. What in the world is coming out of your check before it gets home at thirty six hundred? That's how they paid off the stadium, uh, Dave. (laughs) That's right. No, really, no, no. I mean, you don't have three three thousand dollars a month is coming out of your check. Where's it going? Uh, I pay taxes, and then I guess I really haven't broke it down other than I pay some child support out of your check. Yep, pay two hundred dollars a month for child support. Two hundred a month before you get the check. Yes. Okay. So are your wages being garnished for back pay? No. Okay. Do you, are you paying? Okay. Um, did you get a huge tax refund last year? Yes, we did, and I've been listening to your show for a few months. How much I've was your huge tax have- refund? Eighteen thousand. Okay, I found it. Okay, because I couldn't find the two thousand dollars a month, an eighteen thousand dollar tax return. 
Okay, so here's how we fix your car problem. We go in tomorrow and change your W-2 withholding on your check by $1,500 a month. And that will mean you get zero tax refund because 18000 divided by 12 is 1500 Okay, so you're going to bring okay. home 1500 a month more and pay all of that on the car, and in 10 months, the car will be paid off. That makes sense. Ta-da! $18,000. That is why I called. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so the, 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 the moral of the story, Devin, is a tax refund is not... Uh, a gift from Santa Claus. He does not live in Washington, D.C. The reason you're getting a refund is you had $1,500 a month too much taken out of your check, and it sits in Washington with no interest at the IRS all year, and then they send it back to you in April after you file your taxes, and you think they did you a favor. It was your money all along. And so all I'm doing is putting your money back to work for you. Folks, you should never get a tax refund. You should always adjust your tax withholding to where you don't owe any, but you also don't get a refund. $100 one way or the other is the most it ought to be off. You got to pay 100 extra out of your withholding, or you got to get a $100 refund. But you don't need to be getting big refunds, and for sure, it is not a blessing. I'm old. I have been around. I personally know Santa Claus, and he does not live in Washington, D.C., that's not where he comes from. Though there are some old people in Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people desperate to remain in Washington, D.C. that are old. For, I mean, it's scary how the, the, the mummification process in that town is pretty amazing. I think, so, yeah, I think, I think they put embalming fluid in some of the local beers. <laughs> <laughs> well, or you can buy it by the gallon at the local plastic surgeon. I'm not sure which. All right, James is with us in Chicago. Hi, James. What's up? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure, how can we so, help? I'm, so I'm selling my current home and I'm scheduled to close this month actually. Um, I'm also getting married in the next month. And wow. I'm building a home. Yeah. And, and you're building, building a home a in the South. Yep, at the same time. So, Good Lord. Lots of life. Yeah, so we're also building a home in the Southeast at the same time, which will be where we'll be starting our family. So we're actually waiting for that to, to finish up before we move. Um, and then, but so what I'm trying to figure out is between my savings and the profit from the current place that I'm selling, I'm trying to determine how much I should put down on the new home because I have quite a bit and I'm kind of trying to go back and forth between some of the things you say and throwing as much as I can at the house and trying to make that debt free as soon as possible or taking some of that money and putting it with my financial advisor for them to invest it. Yes. Well, here's the thing. I mean, so you already told me what I'm going to say. <laughs> there's a decent amount of a gap though is the thing so no it's not no, there's no it's not. not no it's not you know exactly what we say you you were very clear on that <laughs> so all you've got to decide james is which of these methods you think has the highest probability of building wealth okay getting okay. your getting your house paid off as soon as possible or borrowing on your house to place the money with your ta with your financial advisor because effectively by not putting the money down on the house you have borrowed on the house to put the money with the financial advisor you understand that right correct and so if you had a paid for house would you go borrow on it to put money with your financial advisor because that's so smart that you're going to get rich that way 
Obviously, yeah, and, and, and to, obviously, you know, I don't think point, that. Yeah, and to your point, I think my point of view is, I I think that psychologically, being debt free as soon as possible. I think if you take the, the number of years, I'll probably say seven, ten years from now. I think the same amount of money probably goes into the market just once I'm as close to being debt free. That I'll be much more aggressive, um, but I'll still have probably a two hundred and fifty the $300,000 mortgage that I'll have to pay off because it's a, it's a, it's not a cheap house. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But, uh, How old are you? but, but, uh, 30. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously James, you can do whatever you want. You're like a 30 year old man. <laughs> so, I mean, do whatever yeah, you want, I, but do, do whatever you want. But let, me t- let me tell you, let me tell you that you're wrong <laughs> and you called here to ask. And so the data tells us, when we talk to millionaires, we talked to 10,167 of them, and when we did detailed, in-depth research, the largest study of millionaires ever done in North America, the number of millionaires that we talked to that said, the reason I'm a millionaire is I borrowed as much as I could on my house. I limited how much I put down on my house so that I could put the money with my financial advisor in the market sooner. And I carried a mortgage that was the net essence of this so that I had more money in the market and that money in the market and leveraging and using my personal residence as a way to get rich caused me to become a millionaire. The number of millionaires that said that was precisely zero, James. Sure. And here's my promise. Here's my promise. So you go with your plan or you go with theirs. My promise to you, James, is this. You're the guy who sold a house, got married, and tried to build a house in the same month. Good for you. You're a hustler. You always have a scheme, and you always got a plan and a plan, and then a plan on top of that plan. That money that you think is going to be in the market in 10 years won't, because your buddy in your new place will have talked you into real estate properties, and you own a couple of duplexes because you sell it on Instagram. That money won't be there. Pay your house off and be free, my brother, and then you can invest as whatever you want. Yeah. Quit be, looking for a shortcut. Be dude. free. The fastest way to get rich quick is don't. This is the Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years. And I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, shutters, and motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guaranteed, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Mary is with us in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Mary. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Ramsey. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So, um, my husband never mentioned to me that he had a second 401k account from his previous employers. And I came across all this while we were doing the budgeting. Um, and mind you, we've been doing budgeting for like a very long time. 
The question came about because we have a $60,000 credit card debt. And my question was, well, can we pay some of it from the 401k? And I think that you're totally against that, right? Yes, I am. But the the bummer is that he never did tell me he had another second 401k, which amounts to almost $250,000. So he's still putting you know, money towards that 401k plus the current employer's 401k. No, he's not. You can't add to a 401k at a company you no longer work for. Oh, okay. You can only add to a 401k in a company you actually still are employed by. Okay. So he's putting 15%. Okay. Yeah. You're putting 15% of your income towards retirement right now? Yes. That's what he's putting in. In the current employer. In the current employer, he's not willing to take the money out because he says it's not feasible. Not feasible. No, I wouldn't mm-hmm. take it Take it out of the 401k, or you mean he's not willing to stop adding to it? Correct. He's not willing to stop adding to the 401k. Well, what's not feasible is the fact you people still have $65,000 in credit card debt. That's straight up stupid. Right. I agree with you, one hundred percent. Well, so his statement, his statement is asinine. I'm going to keep putting money in this while we overspend over here and never reduce our credit card debt. That's dumb. So we were making the, we were making the accounts and trying to figure out how much. I go, how much more are you going to be losing? So he's putting in eight hundred. And his company matches yeah, up. You, to you the guys are not. You guys are not in agreement on what your goals mm-hmm. are. Okay. You need to sit down and decide what we're going to do with our money. And if you're going to follow the Ramsey f- plan of getting out of debt mm-hmm. so that you can become wealthy faster, mm-hmm. then you would stop your 401k contributions temporarily while you attack this. But y'all have been playing footsie with this. He sort of kind of goes over here to the side, does whatever the flip he wants to do. You go over here and try to clean up his mess on the other side. Y'all aren't working together. You're working against each other. You're not going to get this money stuff straightened out as long as you do that. It's, yeah, it, I, I, I sit down and I tell him, look, this is what's going on. No, you, that's not how it works. You don't get to tell him anything. We have to decide together that we want to follow a path to become wealthy. And he's not even listening, no matter what you tell him. You're just sound like Charlie Brown's teacher in the background. That's what it sounds like to him because he's not even on board. He's just tolerating this thing that you're doing. So the two of you need to sit down and say, together, what are we What are we? going to do honey i need your help with this i need you to come alongside me so that we can get out of debt so we can become very wealthy because what we've been doing for the past several years has gotten us to where we are and where we are sucks and i'm kind of tired of this sucking stuff Mm -hmm. and i wish you would get tired of it too and we could work together on this but right now you feel like you're trying to drag him and you're getting increasingly disgusted with him and he probably tired of hearing you nag Am I missing something? No, sir. Yeah. So I think this is a marriage communication thing. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. Y'all don't have a vision for where you want to go together. Like if Sharon and I decide we're going to go on a trip and I don't Mm -hmm. know, make up a, uh, we're going to go to Florida. Okay. 
then we decide mm-hmm. together that we're going to Florida. Otherwise, I got to duct tape her and throw her in the back seat and take her to Florida. And that's that's problem. It's yeah. problematic. It's called kidnapping. So, you know, it just doesn't work. So we have to go, we have to talk about do we both want to go to Florida? Yeah. Then we could talk about what's the fastest way to get to Florida. Are we going to buy airline tickets or are we going to get our little butt in the car and drive down there? I, I, you know, you can get all kinds of methodologies once you both agree on the goal together. But if if I want to go to Florida, she don't want to go to Florida, I end up in Florida by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mary, I, I would just mention this credit card debt. Mm-hmm. I would mention what it feels like, as Dave touched on, but I would I would introduce some numbers to the conversation. This is what we're paying every month in credit card debt. And this is the interest they're charging us. And and appeal to and his scared. sense of money. Yeah. I'm scared. Share share this your is not fears. Work. I'm scared. This is not yeah. working. And, I, and when I get scared, I get mad. And then I start yeah. nagging you. And I'm tired of being a nag. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of you not listening to me, too. You know, we got to get on the same stinking page here, man. This matters. Yeah. And then you all decide together what you're going to do. And that way, you're not pulling in different directions and, and set a vision for where you want to go. Uh, that that That's what's missing here um, is you're trying to do all these things ramsey tactical things that we teach and both of you are not doing it yeah i was going to ask you as we listen to this story he's looking at it we we presume he's going well i don't want to give up that retirement money to try to pay off debt and i think it needs to be a complete switch of it's not just about that my friend it's about what happens if you pay off that debt you get on the other side of that and all those credit card payments now turn into the baby step plan it's like he's so focused on stopping he doesn't want to stop investing in his 401k that he's missing everything else well i mean you're sitting, with, like you're sitting with credit card debt making a you know paying 18 percent on it you can't think that's a good 20-year plan exactly no one logically can go oh that's a wonderful plan let's just keep doing uh-huh. that it's more like oh, i hate that that it's over there but i just don't hate it enough to do anything about it yet right Right. You know, you got to hate it. You got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired and bust it in the mouth. And that's when you, yeah. that's when things start moving, man. Nothing moves unless it's shoved. And so you get sick and tired of being, you have that I've had it moment. Mm-hmm. And then you're willing to do whatever it takes to get there. That, that's when you start moving stuff around in your life, particularly money stuff. It's exactly how it works. Mickey is with us in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Mickey. Welcome to the Ramsey show. Hi, Dave. Hi, Ken. Thanks for taking my phone call. I appreciate it. Sure. Um, I just have a quick question. So um, for the last five years, um, my husband has kind of been feeling a call to pastoral ministry. And um, we were just, so we're in baby step two currently, or I'm sorry, we're leaving baby step two. And we were trying to figure out if there was a way for both of us to go back to school debt free. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. He was, he's currently an aircraft mechanic and um, he's thinking about making that you know, just following the path he feels like God God has on his life. And um, I don't know what, what your thoughts are. What's your path? Because you said both of I'm us. A, yeah, so I'm a stay-at-home mom primarily, but I do work part-time um, for about 10 to 20 hours a week, just depending on the week. Yeah, but why do you um, think you need to go back to school, or why do you want to go? So I, w- I was wanting to go back to school to get my degree in um, Christian and marital, I'm sorry, family and marital Christian counseling mm-hmm. to help support his ministry. Um, and then he would go back to school for pastoral ministry, but then it would also, you know, allow some room for income in the case that he does decide that he needs to stop being an aircraft mechanic altogether. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. He yeah. can't decide that. Cause y'all don't have any food. If he does, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to have food. Yeah. 
So pastoral ministry is going to be a part-time gig. And you can, guess what? You can start at a church tomorrow. You don't have to have a pastor's uh, a seminary degree to do that. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, some denominations require that, but most don't. So you can start, and you can start volunteering at your local church. Now, I suspect you both already are, aren't you? We are. Good, good. So let's find a way, of pa- a path into pastoral ministry that does not involve $250,000 worth of seminary degree right. when you're an aircraft mechanic trying to feed two kids. That's right. And besides grants and scholarships, you're going to have to save, which means be patient. You both may not be able to go to college in the same season. You're not. You don't have money. It's not happening. You're broken in debt. So you're going to have to lay out a game plan that gets you there gradually and incrementally. And it may be that he becomes a pastor without a seminary degree. That's not that unusual. Our scripture of the day, John 15, 13, greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Mark Twain said, the trouble is not dying for a friend, but in finding a friend worth dying for. (laughs) He has a way with words, that Twain. (laughs) Oh, that's wrong. Heather's in Phoenix, Arizona. Hi, Heather. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So um, my husband and I are on baby step two, um, but he's made it clear that once our debt is paid off, he doesn't want to close the cards. um, And I just feel like it's completely unnecessary because we have six credit cards. um, And his argument is, as long as we stick to the budget, you know, we'll be fine. He uses miles and points um, with certain cards and it's just chaotic to me to track all of those payment deductions um and so we're kind of at a disagreement there um i don't really know what to do sell the husband (laughs) (laughs) that easy wonder what we could get for him (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if you could wonder could you get can you get miles on that transaction Oh, my gosh, Heather. I'm sorry. How long y'all been married? Uh, eight years. Okay. How long have you been working on this? Um, two weeks. Um, we did do the, well, I did the baby step two in um, three years ago um, and paid off $50,000 of credit card debt by myself in one year because mm-hmm. um, he had lost his job. But um, then uh, I'm kicking myself because I didn't go beyond that step. And um, he lost his job again in April, Mm -hmm. and we're still in the same place where we have less credit card debt, but we're not really, um, you know, we didn't really go beyond that. So we didn't have the three to six months of living expenses. Um, We had bought a new car last year, which I'm now mad about, but... Mm -hmm. um, you know, so let me let me just tell to, you let me tell you what I hear. Yeah. Okay. When I first started talking to you, I thought I heard it, and now that I've heard a little more, I'm positive I heard it. In your voice, when you're talking about him and his behaviors, I hear fear. His mm-hmm. behaviors yeah. are terrifying you, because his job is irregular, his principles for handling money are stupid, and they're leaving you at mm-hmm. risk, and you know it. And it, it doesn't make you mad. It, it scares you. Yeah. 
you don't feel safe. Totally. Yeah. So th- this is not about this is not about credit card. Yeah, this is not about a credit card. This is about marriage. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know exactly what'll fix this. Um, it is not unusual for couples to disagree about everything, including money. If Larry Burkett used to used to say, "Opposites attract," and if one of you, uh, if you're just alike, one of you is unnecessary. So it's okay that you're opposites. And uh, how old is he? Thirty-five. We're both okay. thirty-five. Okay. So when I was twenty-five, I was him. Mm-hmm. Sharon didn't get a voice. She didn't get a vote. I was smarter than everybody, and I did whatever the flip I wanted to do. And she felt very unsafe. Not physically mm-hmm. unsafe. Not like I was abusive. That's not what we're talking about. And she had a reason to feel unsafe because it wasn't long after that that we went completely bankrupt because I was a moron. Okay. that's how I can to hear this sound in your voice because I've heard it at home a long, long time ago, 30 plus years ago now. Okay. So, um, I'm telling you all that to say, you're not wrong, but I'm not also asking you to be mean, but I am telling you that this is not a sustainable relationship the way it's working now. It will not end well if we don't repair yeah. and ha- develop a better method of negotiating things in your house. Um, and so uh, worst case, not not worst case, but a case, an element could be marriage counseling. That wouldn't be a bad thing. By the way, it helped me considerably. Um, the, the, the actual facts around the issues are, are very easy to dispute, but I don't think the, that we're dealing with facts here. I think we're dealing with he has an opinion and he really doesn't want you to have a vote and you watch his opinions play out and they're terrifying you uh, because he's so wrong. He keeps messing everything up. And so, um, you know, it's laughable that you guys are in financial trouble because of his um, uh, instability in his career. And yet he has a plan to make everybody rich with airline miles. That's humorous. It's so dumb. So yeah. the, I mean, really, this, no, I so, agree. You the know, credit card company's marketing is working. And yeah. uh, I mean, I, you know, it's like, I, I always laugh and say, you know, I hired a personal trainer. He has an eight pack and I have a keg, but, but I'm not going to listen to him, but I'm not going to listen to him. <laughs> why, why would I listen to this guy? I've got it all. I'm my, obviously based on my physique, I have it all figured out. I mean, that's ridiculous. So, no, I've got to listen to Mr. Eight-Pack, and if he says eat carrots and not donuts, Bubba, you need to eat carrots and not donuts, Bubba, or you're not going to get one of these. You're going to keep that thing on the front of you. And so, you know, I mean, this is how this works. It's not – you have to submit yourself to the actual facts. So um, I want to give you Financial Peace University because I love your husband because I remember him well. He lives deep inside of me. And – um. I want to help him, and I want the Thank two you. of you to go through that class together. I'm going to pay for it, no cost to you guys. All I ask is is that you talk him into watching the videos and going through the class with you and tell him to shut Absolutely. up and listen. <laughs> Absolutely. I Thank you so much. I, I know yeah. it will help. It'll help, but it, it, it and I might, you know, the lessons are really good, and they might get through. And that might be all it takes, but you also may need to sit down with your pastor or with a good marriage counselor and you guys work on your 
uh, communication style. Because we've been married, Sharon and I've been married 41 years, and she laughingly says, uh, you know, that somewhere around 36 of those were excellent. <laughs> That's a pretty good track record. <laughs> so, uh, and I think I know where the other ones were. They were back there in the early days. And so, yeah, when. Uh, she found her voice, she says, and well, by God, she did. There's no question about that, but <laughs> we love her for it. She yeah. now gets two votes. She used to only have no votes. So now she gets two, but yeah, but the, uh, uh, anyway, we're joke about that, but that's, it's a, it's a good thing for us to be on it. She and I, I had to learn this proverb who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. And he will have no lack of gain. So if Sharon has a bad feeling about something, and she's from the hills of East Tennessee, it's a seven-syllable word, a feeling. If she has a bad feeling about something, we don't do it because it costs me a minimum of ten grand. Mm-hmm. Not because I have to pay her that, but because I'm getting ready to do something stupid with money is what that means. We don't give to a charity, a ministry, that we both are not in agreement on and have peace to we don't make major purchases that we're not in agreement and have peace about we don't go and buy a car and come home and say look what i did honey or you got to go along with my stupid stuff just to prove you love me we don't do this we have peace about these major moves and then we make wise major moves and it's caused us to become wealthy healthy and wise one of the most beautiful parts about marriage is accountability and unity and one of the hardest parts about marriage is accountability and unity. And for eight years, you guys have not been on the same page. You haven't had a vision for the future. It's just been his schemes and his plans while you sit back and take the brunt of this. And you need to be very clear with him that you are scared. This is not okay. I don't think this is an intellectual discussion about credit card wards. No. This is way deeper than that. This is just a symptom for something much deeper. And uh, go through the financial peace course, every lesson, and really make him watch and see if you guys can get on a plan and gain and, that and listen if, if he listens to this and it pisses him off tell him to call me i'll be happy to talk to him that would be fun i'd love to talk to him I don't no know that, i mean i'm not mad at him has I'll, that happened I'll, before you get I'll, the spouse to call him I'll later i'll help him i'll help him i'll be happy to help him hey skyler uh pick up and help them get the financial peace university that puts us hour in the books i'm dave ramsey your host we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace christ jesus Hey, George Camel here. If you love the show and you want a deeper dive on your money journey, we've got a weekly newsletter that gives you helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for the newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.